So Ebony, she's a beautiful girl, obviously very successful. It looks like she's an attorney and don't watch the Real Housewives of New York anymore. I used to be really into it, but haven't watched that in, in many years now. But pretty girl, successful, in shape, probably many men would be very happy to have her as a partner, right? She's obviously a little spunky, but probably a lot of guys would like that. And she's saying what she's bringing to the table is someone who's going to provide them with a beautiful, well-decorated home, a well-cooked meal, whether she cooks it or has someone else cook it. We don't know. So the kids are fed and homework. Kids is are fed, all these things. What do I know? I'm not a man, but is that really going to be enough? Because I just think, okay, you have somebody that can cook for you. You can have a maid that comes in and cleans your house you at some point your kids uh, will be taught by a teacher and you know go to school so i'm just thinking is th is that really and i'm i'm going to put you on the spot and have you speak for all men okay do that <laughs> is that let me put is on that going to cut it let me put on my all man hat okay so speaking for all men actually just speaking for this man um as the old adage says you know and I, i've shared this one with you and i'm from the south and she's not so um <laughs> in the south the the old adage is as long as the woman can take care of the kitchen and the bedroom that man's gonna be happy mm -hmm. okay so that's what it says now i definitely don't disagree with that but there's a lot more to it than that the kitchen and the bedroom are great i definitely want those two places to be taken care of but there are other priorities that are just as important or that have equal weight to just being in the kitchen in the bedroom. You know, she said uh, the kids' homework will be done. She did mention kids and... I don't want to discount the fact that she's putting importance on being a stay-at-home mom and taking care of the kids. I've been a stay-at-home mom. I know how hard that is and how important that is. But at a certain stage, your kids grow up. And I'm just wondering, beyond that part of it, is that really enough? Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always looked at when thinking about a mate is, who's going to teach my kids how to read? Like mm -hmm. that fine body, that pretty face, those, you know, breasts that are very perky and that don't sag at all <laughs> are going to go away. All those things going to be gone. But who's going to teach the kids how to read? Um, I'm an educator. I teach middle schoolers. I teach them about science. I don't know how to teach a kid to read. I don't know how to take a three, four, five-year-old, show them letters on a page and come out with an avid reader. And although, you know, for us later in life, we we're way past the uh, having new kids <laughs> uh, age range, but that is still just something that I would think about. Like, yeah, she's got a great body and, you know, she can twerk and she <laughs> looks good on your arm, but can she do, you know, the necessary, you know, wifely things? And some of those things she talked about were wifely things, but there's definitely more than that. Can we have a conversation together? You know, you and I both said that we've never been one to talk on the phone a lot, but we talk to each other every single night. Um, right, I don't right. think we share with our listeners that we, you know, just had our one year anniversary and one of our milestones, yes, for sure. One of our milestones was that for 365 days, we have not missed a night or day or at some point of action 
actually having a phone conversation. Um, some of them were FaceTime. And we should point out that we're a long distance couple. And, you know, that, those were much more rare than just us being able to concentrate and listen to each other's voice. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this conversation that she's having that, you know, you say you get into a relationship and you don't have those conversations, then later on it comes up. We've already had those. I think those happened way back months ago. We have discussed many a topic. Often we, we think, hey, we might have run out of stuff to talk about. And we just sit there and, you know. <laughs> You hold the phone and go, well, dang, I, I've talked about my day. <laughs> I've talked about everything else. We've talked about all the new stuff, all the stuff that's coming up. But we somehow find something that sparks our conversation and are able to, you know, still communicate with each other. And that doesn't always happen with all these other extras that she is saying that are so important. But you got to have somebody that cares about you, that you care about, that you can have conversations with. You know, I often tell you that that, you know, you make me feel valued. You got to have somebody who values your opinion. Um, In previous relationships, I didn't feel valued. I felt like, yeah, I can throw out my idea, but they're going to go with whatever they think anyway, where we can have a conversation and I throw out an idea. We both mull it over and maybe go with that or a different way, but at least it is valued as as something that's important. And I often hear from you, yeah, I never thought of it that way, or I'm glad you brought that up, or yeah, let's, let's try it from that point of view, rather than just having one person be the decision maker, the person who kind of takes over the relationship and a female that tries to, quote unquote, wear the pants, you know, not that, right. not that a man is just the overall authority on, you know, and puts his stamp on it and then that's it. But we can we can discuss and compromise with each other on things. And we, we've had the discussion that um, I believe in a marriage, and even though we're not married, but we've had this discussion on, you know, ha- having a really committed uh, monogamous relationship. Someone has to have veto power. Someone does have to, quote unquote, wear the pants. And it has to be that I have enough trust in you to say, okay. Yeah, I, you know what, I trust you enough to know you're going to make the best decision for our family. You're going to not only consider your own interests, but the interests of the people that that you love. And that's a great responsibility. That's a huge, huge responsibility that, frankly, not every man is prepared for. Not every man should have for that matter. So I I feel honored that I have one who I can entrust um, with the big decisions and not that I'm, you know, some wallflower that I'm going to say, oh, whatever, dear, you know, you're going to, you're going to get my opinion. You're, you're going to hear my thoughts, but if it's something that maybe we disagree on and it's a, you know, it's a decision that has to be made. Somebody's got to make that decision. So it's, it's a lot to entrust. So someone who's just paying the mortgage, someone who's just, it's just a a checkbook. Yeah. That's not going to cut it either for me as a woman who cares about uh, her family, who cares about her child, her her parents, you know, that's, that's just not going to cut it for me. Mm-hmm. The other thing that, that we've talked about too, is just having that partner kind of going along with what you were saying on the, the person who can teach your children how to read. And again, we're way past that era in our lives. 
But there's also that person that you're proud to bring around your boss and bring around your friends and bring around in professional environments or, you know, even even around friendships and casual environments that, you know, isn't going to embarrass you, isn't going to, uh, you know, get drunk and uh, say something crazy or or even has the intellectual capacity to carry on a, a conversation no matter what the situation is, has the emotional intelligence to not fly off the handle. You know, all of these things, as you get older, you realize are so much more important than money, than sex, than looking good and uh, having, um, you know, rock hard abs. <laughs> There's a lot more important in life than those things. And that that is one thing I think that's the beauty of later in life love is coming to that realization. And then, oh my God, if you're lucky enough to actually find someone who brings a whole lot more to the table, wow, then it's just beautiful. So I'm very grateful that we have that. Well, I'm blessed to have you as well. And, you know, I know that you've given me the veto power and that is a lot of responsibility, you know, where I could see other men that says, hey, you know, no matter what, whatever I say is going to go in the end. Um, and I've never had that type of personality or been that type of person. I'm, I'm more of, well, dang, you know, the, you know, with with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, I You've said that from the beginning, and I've never, I guess, had to, quote unquote, pull out the veto and say, no, my way only. <laughs> you know, that hasn't been the case. And I don't accept I don't expect that it will be the case. You know, there may be some big life decisions where, yeah, we are completely torn on whether to go with A or B. And I will take it upon my shoulder and say, hey, B is the way. Let's roll with it. Let's see what happens. And I'll accept the fate of what happens with B, whether it's, hey, we're we're blessed, we're good. And that was definitely the right one. And, you know, we're wiping our brow going, phew, got over that one. Or whether we're saying, man, you know, maybe we should have gone with A. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I don't think, I don't feel that I'll get any backlash from you either because no. I used the veto and said B and then you'll come back, you know, in the heat of an argument, which we actually haven't had any of those. <laughs> you'll come back <laughs> later and say, hey, you know, it was your fault that we did this. You're the one who tells B, you know. So, you know, it, yeah. it's just refreshing to have the confidence that I don't have, I'm not in a relationship with a female who is going to throw it back in my face. You know, I wonder if people listening to us, okay, I'm having like this conversation as though no one's listening to us, but <laughs> no one's I wonder the, if people, and I. nobody's listening to this, right? No, no. Mm-hmm. Nah. We this only have us. fans worldwide, you know, <laughs> an audience of over 100,000, right. but go right ahead. Yeah, just, just have a conversation. I'm just wondering if when people hear us talk like this, they're like, you guys aren't even married. Like, what What the heck? Veto power? Are you talking like you're... But we've talked about it before that we've got a few marriages behind us mm-hmm. and we may not ever get married. Nevertheless, you still have to have these discussions. You still run across issues with um, roles, with money, with finances, with everything else. If you're in a committed relationship, these are still discussions that um, that need to be had. These are still issues that come up. And regardless of what happens in the future, we still have to come to some agreement with these topics, right? I agree. I mean, when you have found your forever love, 
and you're in that committed relationship, it doesn't have to end up with, you know, a preacher uh, courthouse or, you know, <laughs> and, a, and a piece of paper um, just to prove that, you know, that it's real. Um, and we've discussed our philosophy on that. Both agree wholeheartedly that, hey, we got something special here. We're just going to move forward with it as it comes. And if one of us decides that we really need that piece of paper, then we'll do it. We, neither one of us are totally against it. Um, and neither one of us are totally for it. We're just, you know, enjoying what we have and knowing again, going back to the beginning, we're doing things differently. We both jumped into relationships, jumped into marriages because it's the right thing to do. It's what you're supposed to do. It's, uh, been a relationship for X amount of months or years. Now this is the natural progression and you got to get married and we don't got to do anything. <laughs> uh, we, we just have to love each other, you know, and it is unusual to say boyfriend, girlfriend. I just refer to you as my lady mm -hmm. and take that how you want to, you know, I don't <laughs> think most people are going to press any further. You know, those that are close enough friends know my history and, and the relationships I've been through and, they're really good friends and they know, you know, where we stand and what we're all about. So the necessity is not there. If it becomes a necessity, I, I think we'll still we'll, we'll move in that direction when needed. And our loyal listeners will be the first to know. There you go. If anything changes. Maybe I can do it on the air or maybe you can propose to me. You know, we're doing things differently. This is true. That's how that will I'll start writing. Um, there's a whole new, there's a whole another episode. <laughs> should the woman propose? But we got to finish this one first. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should wrap it up, right? We've kind of been rambling. You know, we're kind of rusty at this, babe. That's okay. We can ramble on because you're going to edit it up and make it pretty. <laughs> They're not supposed to know I edit this. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is just straight one take. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell us what you think. Tell us how you divvy up the bills. Who pays the mortgage? Do you have any resentment about paying the mortgage? Do you feel like you contribute enough or does your partner contribute too much enough for you, for your comfort level? How did you approach those conversations? We have a, lo a lot of questions that you can answer. And I know just the way that you can answer it. You can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash later in life love, or you can send us an email at admin at later in life love.com and tell us your thoughts. Tell us what you thought about this episode or suggest some topic for the next episode. We would love to hear from you. Yes, we would. And as always, it's never too late for love. It's never too late. Hi, I'm Mimi. And I'm AJ. We're the host of the Later in Life Love podcast, where we discuss dating and new relationships at 40 plus. Do you have a dating or relationship related question for us? If so, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at anchor.fm forward slash later in life love and leave us a voicemail. Your message might be included in a future episode. You, my friend, can be part of our show. And remember, it's never too late for love. It's never too late.